What's Shaking Fire Nation? JLD here with an audio masterclass on how to connect with anyone you want. To drop these value bombs, I have brought Travis Chapel on the mic. Travis is a direct sales consultant, real estate investor, and professional connector. He is the creator and host of Build Your Network, a top business podcast dedicated to helping people cultivate genuine relationships the right way. Today, we're going to be talking about creating that list of people you actually want to connect with. And then once that list is created, what questions do you actually ask to start connecting with them? The five elements of an effective reach out message to busy people and so much more Fire Nation when we get back from thanking our sponsors. The One Funnel Away Challenge from ClickFunnels supports you from day one through day 30 to help you get your funnel live in just 30 days. Join the next One Funnel Away Challenge for just $100 at eofire.com slash funnel. That's eofire.com slash funnel. Travis, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. What is going on, everybody? Great to be back here on the show with my man, John. Yes. Um, something about me that most people don't know. Um, let's see. Probably bec- probably that uh, I actually do have uh, my bachelor's degree, um, and I double majored in college, but it was in Bible and church ministries. So um, kind of an interesting type of a culture that, that I grew up in that went that route and uh, but never never really did anything with it obviously so <laughs> well never did anything with it but random question if you had to pull something out of all those learnings all those hours of education that you do use today what would that be uh, hands down public speaking hands down huge huge like, yeah hours in front of people obviously in a different context yes. and with a different message but um, but yeah just getting comfortable in front of people definitely a big thing Fire Nation, it's about putting in the reps. No matter how you're going to put in the reps, you got to put in those reps. And as I mentioned in the intro, we're talking today about how to connect with anyone you want. And I promise you, Travis is the person you want to hear from about this. He has done this with so many people. I am at the top of that list, if not near the top of that list. He's built an incredible relationship and friendship with myself. He's been in my home in Puerto Rico. We've hung out on the other side of the world in Australia. I mean, we have really built this friendship and he's done it the right way. And I've seen him do it with so many other people as well. He's one of those individuals that I remember after the first time I met him down here in Puerto Rico, he left. I looked at Kate and I said, this is a guy that's going to do some really cool things, and he's doing just that. So, Travis, it's great to have you back on the show talking about connecting with anyone you want because you're a living, breathing example of that. But I'm a believer in the first step in going about connecting with anyone you want is actually creating that list of people who you want to connect with, who it makes sense to connect with. Talk about that. Yeah, definitely, man. So, uh, first off, thanks for the kind words. I really appreciate that coming from you. Um, but yeah, that, that that really is where it starts because I, I talk to a lot of people about this now, obviously, and um, and that's one of the biggest questions that I get. There, the people just come up to me and they're just like, "Man, I, I just don't even know who I'm supposed to connect with." Like, what? Like, I, I know, like maybe some of your tactics, strategies, maybe it works in order to be able to connect to them, but I have no idea how I'm able to do that. So, um, I, I, I get super practical with it, and some people um, give me a hard time about that sometimes, but I, I I just believe in being very very specific about your goals and putting what you want out into the universe kind of so to speak um, and then I'll always just kind of having it in front of in front of your face too so when I started my show um, 
back in the day, I started building my own list of people who I found interesting, people who I thought um, that I would want to learn from as well as have my audience learn from. And uh, that list is just kind of morphed and, you know, people get checked off and then people get added and then people get checked off and people. So um, I think that you just have to get really, you know, super practical with it and uh, and start thinking about a couple of different things. So I have an entire training on this because I think that there's four or five different types of segments and stuff, but um, it's a little bit deeper than I want to go here on this one because I want to make sure we, we really touch on those elements of the effective reach out message later. But um, the big thing is to understand that when you're first segmenting your list, um, first of all, you're going to want to create more people than you think that you know. Um, so I, I always tell people like, try to try to write out a hundred names because 20 names, anybody can write out, right, John? Like any, anybody can sit down and off the top of your head, you probably think about 10, 12, 15 names. Truth. Um, and then, and then go to somebody's Instagram and find a few other people and add them to the list really quick, like 15, 20 people. That's cake. 100 people, like you really got to do some research. You really got to start consuming some content. You really got to dive in deep into your industry, whatever that is for you, um, whether you're in, you know, real estate or, you know, mortgages or your digital agency, whatever it is that you do, there's definitely people in your industry that are killing it, that are crushing it, that are possibly creating content. Um, and if they're not creating content, they're still making a lot of money. And those are the type of people that you want to have on your list. Cause I personally believe that if you can connect with the top 1%, if you, if you can get plugged into the top, 1% in your industry, then you can become the top 1%, which is, I, I mean, pretty much everybody who listens to this show, like that's pretty much your goal. Like you want to become the best in what you are doing, like in your space and your vertical. And so uh, what I tell people is like, start in your niche um, and start looking at the people who are the movers and the shakers that are in your niche specifically. So for me, when I was starting a podcast, that was John Lee Dumas. And, uh, and I think this is a really cool practical example, John, because everybody obviously listening to this show wants to connect with you because they're listening to your show. Um, and literally, uh, I was thinking about this yesterday, literally two years ago, right now, um, or actually, uh, let's see, May was when I was in your, at your house. So a little bit over two years ago. Um, I was sitting there just a listener of the show, just like anybody else that's out there listening to the show right now. That was me, like no connections to John, no connections to anybody in the entrepreneurial space at all. All I did was write a few names on a list and then figure out a way to connect with them. Um, and so you need to start in your niche, find those movers and shakers. What I would do is, um, get top industry magazines, go to industry events, look at the speakers, um, find the movers and shakers, the, the best selling authors, the top podcasters, the influencers, um, the people who are crushing it, doing the most production, figure out who those people are, put them on your list and then, uh, make sure when you first start your list that the, that the first, you know, 30 people or so, those people are all in a similar or same industry industry. Because what you're going to find that happens is when you start checking off one or two people on that list, it's going to create this little bit of a snowball effect because everybody kind of knows each other, right? So when I met John, it was much easier for me to go meet, you know, Pat Flynn or Chris Ducker or Amy Porterfield or any of the other people that John is really well connected with because they're all really close with John and knew John. So if I went, hey, John Lee Dumas, I want to connect with you. But then I went to this some other random industry, you know, that I was curious about, like affiliate marketing in, you know, Bali and talk to some dude that John doesn't know. And that guy doesn't know John. And then it's just like this weird, like worlds don't collide. It, it, it makes your leg work a lot harder instead of using the momentum and the leverage from the one person you connected with in that industry to help you connect with all the other people in that industry, if that makes sense. So, um, but yeah, so that's, that's really the first part of is, is you got it. You got to make some sort of a list. So creating your list. Fire Nation, ask yourself this question. Who is where 
I want to be right now. That can be lifestyle, that can be location, that can be financial, there can be a lot of things that go into that, industry, vertical, niche, who is where you want to be. Those people have to be on your list. Those are the people that it makes sense and just like Travis said, it's such a great point, people in that niche are connected. Like back in 2012, so rewind the clock seven plus years now, when I hired Jamie Masters as my mentor and she took me to Blog World and she introduced me to Pat, to Michael Hyatt, to Cliff Ravenscraft, to Michael Stelzner. Now I'm in this smaller circle that I'm being introduced to these individuals in a one-on-one basis, not in just like, can I take a quick selfie with you basis because I had invested in myself with a mentorship with Jamie. Just like five years later, two years ago now, Travis invested in himself and a mastermind down here in Puerto Rico and that just really put him on the fast track. It's not saying he wouldn't have got there without doing it, but man, like he was on the fast track then, you know, and he became- the fast track. Fast track, baby. That's I mean, what it's about. It's all about the fast track. So now that we have our list, there's obviously a few questions that we need to ask ourselves to really start connecting with these people in a meaningful way. So let's kind of go through those questions. Yeah. So number one, who are they? I'm firsthand experiencing people doing it the complete wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it makes me even like more so teach this kind of stuff to be like, hey, okay. So what I was doing before was just in theory because people weren't ask, actually asking me these these questions and wanting to be on my show and things. Um, but now it's like, okay, no, for sure. I, I was I was right. <laughs> you know, it's like validation for sure. So you got to know who they are, meaning like do, so, do a little bit of research. It doesn't take a long time uh, to figure out some things about people these days, especially if they're top performers in their niche or they're an influencer or something, they probably put out a crap ton of content somewhere on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, podcast, whatever it is. Go there, consume some of their content, figure out like what's going on in their lives, figure out some of their likes and their interests. And then and then this is a big thing too. Try, try to figure out some things to connect with them on um, that maybe aren't a part of their main message, like their main thing that they do. Um, somebody, somebody like, like you, John, like um, everybody that talks to you likes to talk to you about podcasting. I'm sure 99%. It's got, it's got to be a large percentage, huge. right? Yeah. Huge. So whenever anybody can connect with you, maybe they use that as an initial like icebreaker opener question, something about podcasting, but if they can, but if they come in and they've consumed enough of your content to know, like, you know, JLD's uh, he, he's a veteran and um, he likes to do biohacking and he takes these weird supplements and drinks these <laughs> random like elixirs every so day true. and all this other random stuff like you do all these these other things that you actually have a real interest in outside of what your main core business is yeah and let me break in here for a second because Fire Nation let's give like two quick examples like you might come at me and be like hey John like I know you live down in Puerto Rico and you drink Four Sigmatic I love mushroom coffee as well like that's super cool and yada, yada, you're about to go on a 90-day world trek and you're going to get to hang out with Tony Robbins in person for four days with nine other people. Like, that's super cool. That's a person who's connected in my story, in my world. But Travis, just as often as not, I get somebody that says, hey, John, I live in San Diego too. Isn't that awesome? And I'm like, bro, (laughs) I was in San Diego three years ago. I mean, like you obviously have just like listened to one old podcast episode and you've never (laughs) even taken another step. Like my About Me page is all about my move to Puerto Rico and all this other stuff. But that's just an example of things that I'll get those emails every single day, both variants. Because at that point, adding that extra little blurb that they think is helping them is really doing a detriment to them. Really big at time. At that point. Yeah. Yeah. Because and, and it, it's just so simple. Like you said, it's on your about me page. How mo- how much more simple could that be? 
You know, it's literally just like a quick, oh, you know what? I'm going to validate this piece of information before I just like stick my foot in my mouth with this dude that I want to try to like connect (laughs) with. It's really simple. Just do a quick Google search is all it takes. Like it's not that difficult to find information on people these days. Um, But yeah, I'll I'll get that kind of stuff all the time now, man. It's just like people just like I I got I'll get these interview requests, people that want to be on my show and they'll they'll say, Travis, I love your podcast. I especially loved and they, they copy and paste the episode title from my website into the message, like into the email, like without even bothering to paste and match style. So it doesn't even match the rest of their text is in the same like formatted text (laughs) as my website. And I'm like, seriously, man, delete. I don't even read the rest of the email. Like, I don't care. You didn't even do enough work to figure out like (laughs) how to paste and match style at least, or, or you, you were too lazy to even type the title of the episode. Like, no, we're not going to connect. Um, so make sure you do your research, find some things that maybe you can connect with, um, with people that, that isn't exactly their main thing. And if it is their main thing, and maybe that's something that's super interesting to you, great, do that. But the main thing, is is being able to actually know some different things that are going on in that person's life like maybe they just had a baby or something like that or a big life event happened a graduation or like something like that where you can just comment on it a quick congrats and and, and it, it just those things like that are things that are going to make you stick out from you know the hundreds of other people that shoot emails like that all the time and by the way here's a quick hack i mean instagram stories is pretty huge right now and guess what that's within the last 24 hours of that person's life. Why don't you just maybe go find them on Instagram, follow them, and see what's happened in the last 24 hours of their life. That's a quick way to just be like, hey, guess what? This happened within a day. This is real, relevant, new stuff. For sure, and that's such a great tip. And plus, um, I'm sure we'll talk about this a little bit later, but as far as platforms to connect with people on, Instagram has been my secret weapon for sure. So um, I'm sure, but we'll we'll talk maybe a little bit about about platforms later. So question one, who are they? Uh, question two, where do they hang out? Um, so like, is, is this like, do, do they go to a lot of in-person things? Are they speaking at an event or are they hosting an event? Can you pay for, you know, do they offer connection calls or coaching calls like 20, 30 minute quick Skype or, or Zoom calls? Do they have a mastermind? Um, do they have courses? Do they have Facebook groups um, that they that they um, are admins of? Um, which platforms are they, on, which, which platforms do they spend the most most time on, Instagram or Facebook? Or are, are they, are they maybe, maybe they, maybe they have a great presence on Instagram and Facebook, but their Twitter account sucks and they're, and they're trying to spend a lot of time on Twitter right now and uh, trying to get their engagement up on Twitter. Like knowing that kind of stuff, if you can go over to Twitter and be one of their like top fans on Twitter and help them get their engagement more and retweet all their tweets, like just different things like that. Like where do they hang out? I want to know where you hang out. And, uh, and that, and that's initially how I got connected with, with you, John too, is that um, I, I was, I was the type of guy that was like a all in or nothing kind of a guy. And I don't know if you've, if you've been able to tell that about me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, um, so when, when I was uh, first getting into, into podcasting, I, I was literally monitoring your Instagram account because I knew that you didn't offer one-on-one coaching. And I was like, I, I, I want to get to know John. Like I want to learn from John because he, you know, like I said, I believe that if you be, if you can connect with the top 1%, you can become the top 1%. It's a personal belief of mine and I've seen it happen time and time again. And now with over 300 episodes of my show about wow. networking and connecting with people, like that is something that I've seen as a theme throughout the entire time that I've been doing this and with some of the most successful entrepreneurs I've ever been able to talk exactly. to. Um, and uh, so if you can connect with the top 1%, you can become the top 1%. And I just believed that wholeheartedly at the time. So I was like, I still, I, I got to connect with John. And uh, then one day I was in, I think I was in um, 
Panama actually. And, uh, uh, just travel, doing some traveling and stuff. And I was looking at your Instagram, Instagram story. And then that was the first time I ever heard you mention Porta Palooza, which was, you know, for those of you listening, it's a three day mastermind. It's at John's house in Puerto Rico. And, um, it, it and that at the time, a couple of years ago, it was a large investment for me. It was, it was, um, it was, I think it was what 6,500 bucks, yeah. 7,000 bucks or something mm-hmm. like that at the time. Um, plus my own airfare and, and different things like that, traveling food, um, for, you know, um, uh, when we were there, uh, the meals were included in the mastermind, but you know, uh, uh, everything total is going to be like about $8,000 out the door. And up to that point in my life, I had literally probably the most that I had invested into myself was like a $25 book, <laughs> you know? So going, making that jump from like 25 bucks to 8,000 was a huge thing for me. And, and I didn't take every step of your funnel. Like most people, um, usually go through, like I, I never was a member of podcasters paradise until after like two months, two or three months after I got back from Puerto Rico um, because I saw the offer, but I was like, I don't want that. I, I didn't want the, the non-personal touch. I wanted the connection, right? Which to me is more valuable than the information. And, um, so I finally saw, Hey, we're, we're doing this thing. It's in Puerto Rico. It's this amount of money. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, that's what I've been looking for. But also that's a lot of money. <laughs> and let me kind of jump in here for a second, because think about the mindset that Travis is going through. And obviously he needs to be going through that mindset because it is a big investment. You've got to make the right investment. But at the same time, you've got to ask yourself this question, Fire Nation. Do you ever want to throw a mastermind where people are paying $6,500 for three days with you? Like Travis, do you want that to happen at some point in your future? Oh yeah, yeah, so, for sure. If you want that to happen, how can you ever justify that happening when you're not willing to invest $6,500 in yourself for that same thing? Like so many people are like, oh yeah, I want to have like $10,000 days with me or I want to be charging X or Y or Z, but all they're doing is buying a $25 book and reading it. Mm. So like Travis took that first step, bought the book, read it, learns, but then when he had the opportunity to invest in something big that he wanted to aspire to one day, he made that happen. And so think about that mindset. Go ahead, Travis. Plus, uh, just to throw something in there too, it comes from a fundamental, like, I think the people that aren't willing to do that kind of thing have a, just the wrong way of viewing time and money. Um, I think that they view the ultimate asset as money and I view the ultimate asset as time. And I would rather pay somebody like you, you know, 8,000 bucks for a weekend. I mean, 6,500 plus airfare and all that stuff for a weekend for me to learn some information and to get connected to people that may have taken me another year, year and a half, um, to get connected to had I not been initially connected to you. So, uh, like, I think it's just a fundamental, like people value money too much and, uh, like money can always be made back. Money is literally worthless. It's just a it's just a, something in order to exchange something like it's it's quite literally worthless now that there's no like actual gold, gold or silver yeah. you know yeah uh, backing um, the currency it's quite literally worthless it's only an exchange unit so if you're not exchanging it for things it's like energy like if it's like um, I like uh, the example I forget who's who, who used it recently but um, of, of it's like bread money is like bread if you buy bread and you bring it home and you're like I don't want to get rid of this bread what's gonna happen in like two or three weeks it's just going to get moldy and you're not going to be able to use it. It just sits and it stagnates and it gets worse and worse and worse over time. And um, so it's like energy. You have to make money and then flow money and then make more money and then flow more money. It's it's just you have to you have to look at money as an exchange and nothing else. And when you start looking at it that way and you start valuing your time more, then you'll start looking at investments like that as like, oh, it's really it's only sixty five hundred bucks. Like if that saves me two or three years, which I believe it's probably saved me a lot more than oh, that, um, 
And, uh, but if it saves me that, like that's way worth the investment. And not like, only has it saved you it. that many years, maybe, but think about the money you're going to be making in these two years that you're also saving that would never have been attainable for you to make financially alternatively in Fire Nation. Exactly. That is the mindset you have to have. Like I love all of my paradisers, but there's over 4,500 paradisers. So those people that have mm-hmm. invested a thousand dollars, I love you guys. You guys are great. We interact in Facebook. I see your little avatar. That's all cool stuff. I spent three days in my home with Travis, who who mm. dropped an extra fifty five hundred dollars to come down and make that happen. Like again, we're friends for life. That's just a reality. Yeah, and not to mention the mental commitment on my part. Like I knew that if I if I invested that much money, like it, it was an uncomfortable amount for me and and my wife at the time. And um, she was just like, "Well, babe, I trust you to like just put your head down and make it worth it." And that's like money is an money is a great accountability partner. If you're investing <laughs> an amount that's, that's like a little bit too, yeah, I mean it, it's just it's just true. You know, if you're investing in an amount that's a little bit of out of your comfort zone, like you're going to go make it happen. You, I mean, you better, if, if that's not going, if that's not enough motivation to like get you off your ass and get you to make a decision and get you to take some action, then I, I don't know what, I don't know what's going to do it. Not to mention another thing, cause this will be something to do it because this is something that you just had two months ago, which is a baby. And I've actually referenced this quite often over the years in entrepreneurs on fire. It's called the baby effect. Just like money makes things real a baby makes things real. I mean, when you have this baby that's here and now it's like your job to shelter, to clothe, to feed this child, guess what? That outbound phone call gets less scary. Asking for $1,000 for coaching gets less scary. Like doing those things get less scary because the scariest thing is not providing for your child. So when you take Mm -hmm. away all those these little fake scary things that we have. Like, I don't want to knock on that door. Like, <laughs> stuff gets real pretty quick. So before we hit the break, I want to talk about differentiating yourself, you know, that you found yeah. different ways through video gifting as well as the value that p- people can offer. So let's burn through these two right here. Yeah, for sure. So who are they? Where do they hang out? Um, which is where I found you. Uh, I, the monitoring your Instagram stories, I found, you know, Portapalooza made the investment went out there. So number three, how do I differentiate myself? Um, this is a big one because so many people reach out and because so many people reach out, people have this misconception that it's just a numbers game and it's not. Like you can't ever make a people game a numbers game. It's a people game. It's not a numbers game. Um, and, and so when you're trying to generalize a message and send that templated message out to 100 influencers, you're going to have a very, 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 very low response rate um, because it's going to look just like the other 300 messages that they got this week or 3,000 messages or you know 300,000 depending on who you're talking to. Um, so how do I differentiate myself? Um, and one of the biggest ways, uh, and we'll go ahead and talk about this just for a second, sure. because um, it's the platform that I think is, is really important here. And doing the doing the work of number one, like building your list, and then asking yourself where they who they are and when when where they hang out and stuff like that is really important. When when you come to this step, it's like okay. Um, now I go to Instagram and what's a way to differentiate myself on Instagram? Well, I want to add a little bit of value to that person. So I'm just going to like, you know, um, uh, some, some of the bigger people that I've gotten on, what I've done is I'll go listen to their show, screenshot an episode, upload it to my Instagram story and tag them. And whether it's them or a VA, I don't really know, but I don't really care. Somebody goes into their account and they send like a heart back or a thumbs up back, just a quick emoji. Right. Um, and most of the time it's probably a a virtual assistant or their actual assistant. Uh, most of the time it's probably not the actual influencer themselves, but that does is it takes me out of their message requests folder when they allow that um, direct message. Right. Since, um, it, it DMs them when I tag them in my story, which is a value add for them. They go in, they want to encourage me to keep sharing their story, obviously. So they give me a thumbs up. Um, now I'm allowed into their personal um, inbox in their in their Instagram DMs. 
So then what I do is uh, one of the ways that I differentiate myself is through video messages instead of just text. Um, uh, first of all, video is just much more engaging and people know that it's not templated because when I when I like pull up a video and I'm like, Hey, what's up JLD? My name is Travis. Like, you know that I didn't just like mass send that out to 300 people. Like I literally just recorded that for you. I mentioned you by name in the video. Um, so that's, that's the first thing, but also what it does in Instagram is that it makes the message go from like black text to a blue little box, which makes it stand out from the, you know, hundred other DMs that they may have gotten that day. Um, and they're much more likely to hit a video that's a blue box than another just piece of black text. Um, and then I'll put some text below the video on like more information about the show or whatever I'm, 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 you know, trying to connect with them on. Um, but yeah, so how do I differentiate myself? Video, um, I've used some gifting, some different, like some different gifting things, like finding out their physical address, sending them a quick gift. And really, honestly, a big one is thank you cards. It's amazing to me how many people are so thankful and appreciative of just a thank you card that I send them. It's not a crazy gift. I didn't put a ton of thought into it. And I know John Rulin would be upset with me on this, but sometimes <laughs> I put in a, a, um, a gift card. And I know he's super against gift cards, um, but some like a lot of times it really is the thought. And it's the fact that I took the time to write out a, a, an actual handwritten note on a card and c include a quick like $5 Starbucks gift card and say, hey, your next copy is on me. Thanks so much for coming on the show or I would like to get you on the show, whatever, whatever it is that I'm reaching out for. And a lot of it's crazy to me, John, how many people of prominence have actually posted about that on their Instagram and shared stuff like to their audiences about that just from a thank you card. Like it doesn't seem like it's rocket science to me. Um, but just it's, it, it must be so scarce that it made a big enough impression in order for them to post something about it. Actually, Chris Ducker actually did that when, after oh, cool. I interviewed him, I, I, I wrote, I wrote him a quick handwritten thank you note and put a $5 Starbucks card in there, sent it off to, to England. And then a couple weeks later I saw, I got a notification on Instagram. He tagged me in his story, said, thank you, said like a uh, class act or something like that. Totally. Um, and said like, it was super cool. And think about it. It's not just the time that you receive it, Fire Nation, but then, Chris went and used it and he thought of Travis again. I mean, it's just like mm. the gift that keeps on giving. That's a big one. And you just have to really brainstorm like, how can I differentiate myself? And that's the biggest thing. How can I differentiate myself? Because there's so many people that reach out to some of these people all the time. And so with John, the way I differentiated myself was I paid 6,500 bucks, <laughs> which <laughs> it was, worked. Like, yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. But I mean, sometimes it's a thank you card. Sometimes it's more than that. You know, it just depends on the person that you're trying to connect with and how valuable that relationship is to you and to like your future and stuff. So um, how do I differentiate myself? And lastly, what value can I offer? And that's, that's really the, that's the question right there, which will be a perfect lead into the five effective elements of a reach out message, because that's the first thing of that too, is, is always, you have to add value, all of connecting, all of networking. It comes down to the value add. How can you add value to people, to the world? How can you do that? And that has to be something that you can figure out for yourself as well. So Fire Nation, as Travis just alluded, we're going to be dropping deep into the five elements of an effective resale message to busy people as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. Statistics are real, and I speak from personal experience. Did you know that 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35? What I didn't realize is that it's way easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair you've lost. So why do nothing when you can treat hair loss now? 4hims.com slash eofire is your one-stop shop to help prevent hair loss for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. No waiting 
waiting room or awkward in-person doctor visits required. You can save time by visiting forhims.com slash eofire from the comfort of your own home. After a few quick questions, a doctor will review and then products are shipped directly to your door. And right now you can get a trial month of hymns for just $5 while supplies last. See website for full details and safety information. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. All you have to do is visit forhims.com slash eofire. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash eofire. We're all striving towards different goals. Maybe your goal is to get out of debt or quit your job or take your existing business to the next level. Regardless, you're just one funnel away from accomplishing your goal. And with the one funnel away challenge from ClickFunnels, you can get that one funnel live in just 30 days. Here's how it works. Join the one funnel away challenge at eofire.com slash funnel. Every day you'll receive a mission to complete, each mission being a step in the process of creating, building, and launching your funnel. Get ready to rock your funnel with a trifecta training approach, daily training, live coaching, and accountability from day one through day 30. Complete the task given to you every day for 30 days, and by the end of the 30 days, you should have a funnel that is live and ready to generate leads and sales. Join the next One Funnel Away Challenge for just $100 at eofire.com slash funnel and get daily training, live coaching, and accountability from day one through day 30. That's eofire.com slash funnel. Travis, we're back. The five elements, they're there. They're waiting. Start with number one, lead with value. Yeah, number one, and most importantly, lead with value. Um, if If you can figure out how to add value to people, if you can figure this out, then you will be able to connect with anybody that you want. Everything else will fall into place if you can master the value add. Um, And the biggest key is this. You cannot add value while expecting something back. It has to be a value add without the expectation of receiving any value in return. That's all it is. And um, uh, one of the best ways that I've heard uh, somebody say it is Gary Vee. When, when I first started, I was, I was reading um, his, his book, Ask Gary Vee, when he first came out with it a couple years ago. And uh, that was one, one thing that he said is he always tries to provide 51, at least 51% of the value in every single relationship that he has. And in most relationships that he has, he provides 99% of the value. I mean, to any, sing- like any of his 2 million followers, he provides 99% of the value, right? Like what value have I given to Gary Vee? Like, I, I haven't, but he's given me a ton of value that that makes like he has provided so much value. And if you can master that value add, then you'll be able to connect with people. And what I've been telling people re- re- uh, recently, John, is that your network will grow in direct correlation to the amount of value that you can add to people. Yes. And um, so you you have to learn how to add value to people. And, um, one, one thing about that is you may be sitting there thinking like, well, but that's not me. Like, you know, that's great for you, Travis, but you know, I, I don't have the kind of money to, to go spend on a, on a weekend in Puerto Rico, or I, I don't have this or that. I, I didn't, I don't have a, a rich relative. Like I don't really have much. I'm just starting out. Like you have all these different things that you're telling yourself. Um, but John, do you remember the first way that I, that I tried to add value to you? Um, no, nothing's really coming to mind. I'll tell this quick story if that's cool. Um, yeah, let's hear it. I have I I have not ever I don't think I've ever shared this on a podcast. The only other time I've shared this is on um, my master class that I do live every Thursday. Is this story of um, 
uh, of me going to Puerto Rico. And I knew that I try, I was trying to differentiate myself, build a relationship and add some value. And I was there and I had a background in photography and I was like, Oh, I'll take some pictures of their house. And I, I, I bought a, I literally bought a drone John, I, I went <laughs> to Best Buy and I bought a drone cause I was like, this will be dope. Like I'll, so their cool. house is awesome. I'll get some awesome pictures, some aerial footage of their house. Um, like some, some like, you know, Puerto Rico beach, like drone up. And then it's like, Oh, there's all of us waving at the drone, like some crazy, you know, travel video yeah. type stuff. And I was like, this is going to be awesome. So day one in Puerto Rico, me and Allison and a couple other, I think maybe Rob, we were standing on like the top of the condo complex we were staying on and I, and I flew the drone and this was like the second time I've ever flown it. <laughs> and I completely underestimated how difficult it was going to be to land it in that tiny, like teeny tiny condo <laughs> roof space. And, uh, and I was landing the drone and it's, it cr literally crashed and burned in front. Like it, it crashed into the wall and two of the propellers broke off, like snapped in half. Oh, I remember that. And, and, and just like got crushed along with my hopes and dreams of adding value to you and Kate for like doing nothing. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so I, but that, that was like an additional 1200 bucks that I went out and spent just to try to add some value. Like that's what I'm telling people. Like, People don't, people don't go the extra mile. People don't take the uncommon action and they don't add value to people. And even though that ended up like d getting destroyed and then, yeah, that night at dinner, like when I was like trying to make a good, you know, impression or whatever, <laughs> Allison brings it up. It's like, yeah, Travis crashed his drone. I was like, Allison, <laughs> come on, stop. And then we you passed know? around the video of it because somebody was like iPhone recording the yeah, actual right, landing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yay. Thank you. Good, good. Glad, glad we have that on video. Oh, yeah. so good. So, so uh, but but basically when that happened, like I was discouraged, obviously, and embarrassed. But then at that point, I was just like, well, I got to figure out something different now. So then you asked me to sit down and train um, the guy that you were that was working your booth. Yeah. Um, Zach um, that that weekend, because he was he was, at the time he was pretty, pretty green, pretty new, Very. pretty young never sold anything at the time. And, um, so you're like, Hey bro, could, could you, since you have door to door and direct sales background, can you stand like 10 minutes with him at podcast movement and sell a couple journals? or to teach him to sell a couple journals. And, um, and I was like, bro, I'll just work the booth for you. Boom. So this is what I mean. This is when I tell people like, this is why you have to find your value add. And this is what I say that you're like, as your career grows, as your connection grows, as your knowledge grows, you're going to be able to add a different amount of value in a much different way at a higher level. But like when you're starting, you got to start somewhere and you got to figure out whatever the heck it is that's going to allow you to be able to do that. And for me, it was that like, I, I didn't have like, you know, John, you make more money than I do. Like you, you have more connections than I did. Like, like you had everything. Like I, I didn't have any resources that you could tap into, but what I did have was like ambition and I had some extra time that I was willing to give. And like, that was my value add. And so I, I use that as an example because I tell people all the time, like it, uh, you don't have to like, now it's way easy for me to add value to people because like I have a ton of connections and I, you know, make better money and I have advice and different things like that and, and, and more experience to share with people. It's way easier for me to add value. But back then I didn't really know what to do, but I found something that I could do. Right. And I executed that. So you have to lead with value. And then Fire Nation, that even led to me then just saying, Travis, you crushed it at the podcast movement booth. How about you run my Thrive booth, you know, which mm -hmm. ended up being like the best position booth of the whole events. And then here he was with the Entrepreneurs on Fire brand right there, getting some mm -hmm. great conversations with people and having awesome interactions. And again, just doing me a solid. So then I'm introducing him to people at this event as, you know, this protege that's up and coming, et cetera, et cetera. And those things really matter. So we have four more things. Let's start burning through them, Travis. 
Yeah, let's go for it. So um, I'm going to give them all and then we'll go into each one of them um, just so make sure everybody gets everything. So number one is lead with value. Number two, give information. Number three, a meaningful request. Number four, offer credibility. Number five, thanks in advance. And now this is talking about specifically a reach out message. So in a reach out message, you're obviously not going to be volunteering to work a booth at the upcoming event. Maybe you don't know that that exists, whatever. So a simple lead with value in a message is basically like a um, hey, John, I really like consuming your content. There's just one episode that you had a few days ago um, with this person who said this and I implemented it into my business and I saw this return and it was amazing. Like when you get a message like that, John, how amazing does that make you feel? It's amazing. I call it the ripple effect. I love the ripple effect where I get a message from somebody who's been impacted by the hard work that I've put in. That is super meaningful. Yeah. And so saying something like that where you can tell like, okay, this person didn't, like I said, just copy and paste a line from my website, right? Like they actually are consumer of my content. They've been in and around my communities. They just said something really nice about that. They start with lead with value, maybe a compliment, whatever that is, but be specific. Don't be generic. Um, so number two, give information. So this is a, a really important part because what, when I first started with this, I didn't see success because I gave way too much information. Um, I, I, I just kind of had this preconceived notion that if I could give enough information, people would be convinced to give my thing. So I was writing like this sales letter almost. And uh, when you're sending that out to people that are really busy and they like open up this sea of words in their email, it's going to go right to the bottom of their list. They don't have time to like sift through all that information and find important stuff. So what I do now is like I give the teeny, teeny, tiny amount of information. So for me specifically, and for you, it's going to be different, whatever your business is. For me specifically, most of the time when I reach out to people, I'm asking them to come on my show. So when I reach out, I say something just like a really quick piece of information. Like I run a top a top rated business podcast called Build Your Network, where we chat about Um, the importance of networking, just like a little quick blurb or something like that. And I always link to my site, my about page on my site. Um, where they're going to like go to my site. They're going to see testimonials from influencers um, like like John, like Kevin Harrington, like Elena Cardone, like Ed Milet, um, and, and some of these other people that are on my site, like all saying like, yeah, you should do business with Travis, right? So I'm giving them inf- enough information for them to be able to see like, okay, it's a pot. Like I, I can at least gather from the email what this person's asking for. And if I want to go read a book on this guy's life, like I can go to his website, but I don't have to like sift through a sea of words in a, in a thousand word essay email, you know, um, and, and that just didn't work for me at all when I first started. Um, so yeah, lead with value, give information, but make sure that it's a limited amount of words and you don't drag on in the information that you're giving. Uh, number three, build a meaningful request. Um, and this part is so important because, um, people ask for too generic, like just way too many generic things. And one of the worst things that you can do is ask somebody, hey, can I pick your brain? John, how many people have asked you if you could, if they could pick your brain? If I could count all of the people that have just tried to pick my brain, I would have no brain left. Yeah. And how many times have you said yes to that? Very little to none. Yeah, exactly. So lots and lots and lots and lots of people asking that question, but zero to maybe maybe a handful and probably that handful was like your first three months when you first got started (laughs) right right? oh yeah you could pick my brain that'd be sweet (laughs) yeah exactly yeah like you want to pick my brain great yeah Yeah. there's nothing in there but cool (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'll share whatever i have yeah for sure so um it just doesn't work so stop asking people if you can pick their brain stop asking for like a virtual cup of coffee or whatever nonsense that means like stop asking for stop asking for little generic things like that have a built-in meaningful request for me it's easy because I have a podcast and I say, hey, would love to get you on my podcast. 
And this, by the way, is one reason why I encourage everybody to have a show because like, look, if you're not going to take it, even if you're not going to like crush it and you're not going to take it seriously, you're not going to make it your full time gig like I have or like John has, um, you're, you're like, this is simply a tool to connect with people. You don't have to have a million listeners to be able to use this as a way to leverage connections and have that meaningful request. Like if you're like, well, you know, I'm in real estate and I struggle with that. Like what's my meaningful request? I really just want to connect with them. Great. We'll start a show, start a YouTube channel, a podcast, a, a blog, like start something that gives you an excuse to be able to connect with people while adding value to them and making them feel good about themselves. Um, so lead with value, give information, build a meaningful request, and then put it right there. And then number four, offer credibility. Um, this is a really big one too, John, because, um, this is, this is really now, now it's, it's just exponentially easier for me to get people on my show. Um, because now what I do is I go to Instagram and if I want to get somebody on my show, I go to their Instagram, Instagram account and I look to see, um, uh, all the people that they follow. Yeah. And then I start writing down all of the people who they follow that I've already had on my show. And I'll list every one of them. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm not looking for two or three names. You know what I mean? Like, there was a message I sent out recently. I put like, there was like almost 30 names on wow. there that that I listed out on there. But like, I'm going to put every single one of them because the more credibility that I have there, the more of a no-brainer it becomes. They're like, oh, they literally have my entire contact list. Okay, how have I not heard of this person? Yes, for sure, I'll be on your show. It's it's not a question at that point because there's so, it's like just a slap in the face of credibility. Like, you can't deny it, you know what I mean? Like, there's no way for you, there's no way for you to, to ignore it at that point because you you have to you have to give me you know some attention because there's so much impact credibility there so however you can insert credibility into your message whether it be some names of people maybe some mutual connections maybe the person who told you about it um, uh, whatever that whatever that is for you you have to be able to offer some sort of credibility maybe it's just a, a big name brand that you know you work with in your company or you know something like that whatever is going to draw the reader's attention to that name or word or phrase so if they're just skimming your email like if I send John an email and I'm and he's just skimming because he has a thousand emails in his inbox and he's trying to get through them and uh, and he's just like skimming through that, through that email but he sees a line or two or three lines of names like Amy Porterfield, Chris Ducker, Pat Flynn, like, you know, Grant Cardone, Kevin Harrington, and he sees all these people like in this thing, he's going to be like, uh, what is he mentioning all Draws these people for? In. And then it's like, oh, oh, wait, oh, oh, he's had all these people on his show already. Okay, yeah, sure. And because you're a busy person, that's like basically the, the extent of your research at that point. You're not going to take that further and be like, okay, but how many downloads does he have? <laughs> okay, but like how long has he been podcasting? No, you don't ask any of those questions because like it's just there's too much credibility there in order for you to ignore it, if that makes sense. Makes all the sense in the world in Fire Nation. That's exactly how I give credibility to things as well. I'm like, listen, I'm sure at least one of those people has actually done the vetting for me. Now, I don't have to do that. Okay, cool. So thanks in advance. What does that mean? Yeah, number five, thanks in advance. So this is what I tell people to sign off with. And actually, I think I picked this up from Tim Ferriss. Um, I need to go reread the four-hour work week because I think this is something that he talks about in there. Um, but I use it pretty much all the time. And it's not always just like that literal phrasing thanks in advance, but something that something that conveys a thanks in advance because I'm a like uh, for those of you listening, I come from a door-to-door -door sales background. I did door-to-door -door sales training, uh, management, recruiting for five, six years before I did any of this stuff. 
And I was always teaching my reps about the teeny tiny percentage that's going to allow you to convert better. And whatever you can do to give yourself a little bit extra edge, do that, whatever it is, because you want to take that wall of resistance down as much as possible. And that's what I found that Thanks in Advance does. And the best way that I can explain it is through my dog. I have a 145 pound uh, Great Pyrenees <clears throat> Anatolian <laughs> Shepherd, and her name is Snowball. Snowball. And she does, I call out the snowball effect because she uses this perfectly. Um, she's like the biggest, cuddliest, like just dopiest, um, you know, uncoordinated dog ever. And she'll lay down on her bed. And whenever I'm walking by her, she won't even move like a muscle. She'll just look up at me with her eyes, like just her eyes shifting up. And as soon as she makes eye contact with me, she starts wagging her tail. <laughs> <laughs> and what happens, John, is I feel like this inner like guilt if I walk by her and I don't lean down to pet her because I see like disappointment in her eyes when I walk by. You know, it's like she looks up, she gets excited, her tail starts wagging and then I walk past her and don't pet her and her tail stops wagging and then she puts her <laughs> eyes back down. And it's the saddest thing ever. And it like, it makes me feel guilty if I don't lean down and scratch her. What she's essentially saying when she starts wagging her tail is like, you are about to scratch me and I am thanking you for scratching me before you even do it. And that is what it compels me to do the thing for her that she's already previously thanked me for because I'm gonna feel a little bit worse about it inside if I don't do the thing that I've been thanked for because she's creating an open loop in my mind that I psychologically want to close. And that's what happens on a smaller scale when you say like the thanks in advance thing, whether it be you know, an actual thanks in advance, or if it's just like, Hey, uh, thanks in advance for your response or thank you so much for taking the time to respond and getting back with me. I know you're super busy. I don't take your time lightly and have a good one or something like whatever it is, sign off your email with something that implies that they're going to get back to you and you are thanking them for something that they have not done yet because you're creating that open loop psychologically in their mind. And they might not consciously be thinking like, well, now that they've thanked me in advance for it, I must do it. Right. But subconsciously there's something that makes them want to go in and close that loop and get back to you and respond. So I always tell people like, is this going to make your email response rate like 300% higher? No, but it, it will it help by a couple points? Sure. And why not? Like, why not do something that's going to help by a little bit? Fire Nation, Travis has been dropping the value bombs. We talked about the five elements of an effective reach out message to busy people. What do you want to make sure our listeners really get from everything that we talked about today? Probably the value point is the biggest thing. Uh, like everything else is important. And these five elements and effective reach out message, like you can do all of these things. And this is so like this will help you, I think, get better response rates. And I've had a lot of my clients and students um, go through this and use it and implement it. And a lot of good testimonials, people are that are their um, feedback that people are giving me. Um, but the really the biggest thing is this. If you really, truly want to connect with anyone that you want, you have to master the value add. And um, but that's why that's why you're listening to the show right now, because you're also somebody that takes your time seriously. You could be listening to entertainment, but you're listening to the show because you want to make yourself better. And uh, that's one way that you can continuously add more and more value to people is by making yourself better. The better that you become, the more knowledgeable that you become, the better you are at your skill set, the more connected you are, the more money you have, like all of these things, like everything, every time you make yourself better, you become a more valuable person. And if you're a more valuable person, you can add more value to people, which will allow you to connect with anybody that you want to connect with. Um, so that's, that's been the big premise of the show is doing just that. So make sure you are constantly, constantly leading with value. Well, Travis, you're the ultimate connector. So how would you like Fire Nation to connect with you? Yeah, well, you know, I'm actually doing a, a masterclass now, John, on all of this stuff. Um, okay. That's it's a little bit in depth. It's the three best kept secrets to building the network of your dreams, um, and uh, I'm doing that every single Thursday now. Um, so, if anybody in Fire Nation would like to come join me on that, you can just go to travischapel.com/fire, 
and uh, you can hop on uh, hop on my next live training. I'd love to, like I said, I'd love to connect with people in general. Um, and on those live trainings, I love to connect with people because it's much easier to call people by name and um, get to know you a little bit better on those on those specific uh, master classes. But if any of this stuff resonated with you at all, like if this is something that you're like, hey, I should probably add this to my skill set building list for the year, then you're going to want to join me on one of those for sure. And that's travischapelcom slash fire. And that's C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L. I think you need to borrow something else from Tim Ferriss. He always goes, Tim Ferriss, that's two R's, two S's. You can go, that's Travis Chapel, two P's, two L's, dot com slash fire. That's true. I like that a lot. Yeah. I like that a lot. Although I did buy all the extra domain names. So even if you misspell it, you'll get redirected. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> <laughs> I have like every way you can possibly spell the word entrepreneur, like some really funky <laughs> yeah. ways. Like that's, that's still going to get you. Different- <laughs> it really is. You spent 10 grand on domain names. Yeah. <laughs> fire Nation. <laughs> You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with TC and JLD today, so keep up the heat. Head over to eofire.com, type Travis in the search bar. And not just this episode, but the previous episode we've done with Travis is going to be on there as well. So those show notes pages will pop right up and links to everything will be there. And of course, the link to his free masterclass, travischapel.com slash fire. That's two P's, two L's. Travis, thank you for sharing your value bombs with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, brother, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, Fire Nation. Today's value bomb content was brought to you by Travis. And if you've had your big idea, well, then you're ready to ignite Uh, If you haven't, well, then I have a free training that will get you to your big idea in less than an hour, Fire Nation. Visit yourbigidea.io. Visit it today and I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. The One Funnel Away Challenge from ClickFunnels supports you from day one through day 30 to help you get your funnel live in just 30 days. Join the next One Funnel Away Challenge for just $100 at eofire.com slash funnel. That's eofire.com slash funnel.